Welcome back to Run Jump Stomp. I've got some gaming info for you. We're going to start off by taking a look at the Sony PlayStation game cartridge. What are what are you talking about, Bill? Here's what I'm talking about. Let's go digital. Found this information. Now the the whole thing is in some other language, so uh, Google Translate is translating it for me. But the 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 key here is that apparently on November 9th, they, uh, Let's Go Digital unveiled this patent which shows off a cartridge that is for PlayStation or by Sony Interactive Entertainment. Uh, the product designer is Eugen Morisawa, and we really don't know what this is for. Now, what are the things that this could be for? Well, we know that the PS5 is supposed to be coming out next holiday season. So I would assume that this is for that. However, I mean, why would you go cartridge when you can go Blu-ray? The Really, the only reason to go cartridge is if you have to worry about moving parts. And if you are moving something from one place to another, you really don't want to have a spinning disc because then it's going to cause problems for you. So why would you need this cartridge? Well, maybe they are thinking of revitalizing the Vita line. Maybe they're going to bring back the PS Vita 2. I know that there's a lot of people who are huge fans of the PS Vita, and they look at the Switch and they say, the Switch is essentially what the PS Vita could have been if Sony had given it enough support. But Sony lost the handheld market, and they just said, all right, Nintendo, take it. So I don't, I don't see Sony bringing out a PS Vita uh, sequel. Even though there's been a lot of rumors for a long time now, for at least two and a half years, there, there's been rumors of a Switch-like device from Sony with detachable controllers. And I know that... Uh, I personally would think that that would be a good thing. And here's the reason why. I like the idea of Nintendo having competition in the handheld space. It, may, it forces them to work harder, to make things better. Not that I don't think Nintendo's doing a good job, because I do think that they are, but I, I think that they could use some competition. Now, do I think that this uh, November 9th uh, is when they found this, this patent? Um, do I think that this patent is related to a revival of the PS Vita? No. No, I don't. Here's what I think. I think that this is probably upgradable storage for the PS5. And the reason why they would do that is because, first off, there's been a lot of people estimating the price of the PS5. They're saying $500, $600. If they could sell, I think the PS4 Pro is $500. Or, well, actually, I just looked it up. The PS4 Pro, when it was announced on September 7th, 2016, and then it was released on November 10th, 2016, it sold for $400. And I think that's kind of the sweet spot for a console. You go much higher and people are going to say, well, it's just too much for me to justify spending. I'll wait until it gets cheaper. And if people wait until it gets cheaper, 
then what will happen is developers and publishers will abandon the platform because they're like, look, nobody bought it. And you got to get that first price right. So what if they can launch the PS5 at $400 with bare minimum, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Bare minimum storage. I know that they have said that we're getting SSD storage in the PS5, and that's going to make it one of the fastest game uh, game playing systems ever. And, uh, you know, I think that that's great. Uh, they showed off Spider-Man swinging through a city, going really, really fast. Everything was loading incredibly fast because of that solid-state storage. But if they launched the PS5 at $400... And they have a very bare minimum amount of storage on there, probably enough for maybe two or three games, like probably 500 gigabytes or something small like that. It's, it's hilarious that I'm thinking of 500 gigabytes as small. But if they do that, and then there's just a, a slot in the back where you could take a cartridge and plug it in, and that expands the storage up to a terabyte or two terabytes or four terabytes or whatever terabytes they end up selling it at, that's very interesting. And overall, I think that would be a very good move. If and only if Sony does not fall into the same trap that they've fallen into many, many times, and that is proprietary storage methods that are insanely expensive. Now, with Sony uh, putting a patent, they, they filed this patent on uh, June 26 is when they applied for the patent. Um, with them applying for a patent for this, it makes me nervous because why wouldn't they just use um, an SD card? You know, SD cards are getting really, really big and they're they're not that expensive. I mean, that's what the Switch uses. That's what some Android cell phones use. I think it makes a lot of sense for them to use just a regular old SD card. Why make your own unless you're going to do this whole proprietary thing that Sony has done over and over and over again in order to jack up the price of storage on your system. I don't know what it's going to mean. I don't know what is going to happen, but I do know that this is both this could be good or this could be incredibly bad and uh, this patent has made me very, very nervous. All right, let's move on. I want to talk about something that, I, I don't want to say that I'm excited about because I'm I really don't care. But um the Sonic movie redesign is now out. And I watched the trailer this morning. We have a snow day this morning, which is why I'm recording before I head on head off to work. Or not a snow day, but a uh, a two hour delay because we had snow last night, boo snow. Um but I watched the trailer this morning and uh, well actually let me back up and make sure everybody knows exactly what's going on. We saw the trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog, and when people saw Sonic's face, they said, what in the hell are you thinking? And there was a very vitriolic backlash against um, whoever the, oh, I can't remember who made the movie, um, DreamWorks? Paramount. It was Paramount. There was a huge backlash against Paramount for uh, screwing up Sonic's face. Why would they do it this way? Well... They did the right thing. They said, you know what? We're listening to you. We're going to delay the movie. We're going to remake his face and put it back out there. And they did, and he looks fantastic. The movie still kind of looks 
I don't know. It doesn't. It's not a movie for me. It's a movie for I look. If you are looking forward to the Sonic movie after watching this preview, then I am not judging you in the least. But this, to me, feels like a movie aimed at kids, and that's not a bad thing. You know, I can probably uh, I. I don't know if my son will even be interested in it. He's 11. He might think it's uh, he's too cool for it or something like that at this age. He's about the age when, when people get too cool for things. Um, but let's say he was younger. I could un- I could see myself taking him to see it and probably enjoying it. It's, it's not going to be like my favorite movie of all time. It's not going to be amazing or anything. But I bet you that if I went to go see it, I would probably have fun and eat some popcorn. And that's really all you can expect from a movie like this. And I think that I think that Paramount has shown they, they I, I feel like we should give them the benefit of the doubt. Because this shows that they really uh they they give a crap about what we think. And uh for them to go back and spend all of this money to re redo all of Sonic's face is pretty crazy. Now, I will say this. There are people out there, I'm not one of them, but there are people out there who think that they did this on purpose to get a lot of goodwill in order to get people's butts in seats on uh, February 14th next year. I don't buy that. I think it's way too much work in order to do that. Uh, I think that they... They were happy with what they had pushed out, and then when the gamers saw it, they said they pushed back, and Paramount fixed it, and I think that's great. The last thing I'll say about this movie is that it really doesn't feel like, from the trailer, it doesn't feel like it's a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. It feels more like a Dr. Robotnik uh, movie. This is a Jim Carrey vehicle. Uh, In the trailer, he is... Jim Carrey at his Jim Carreyist, uh, very very uh, heavy vibes in the form of like Ace Ventura, like that kind of thing. Uh, that's what I'm getting from this Jim Carrey, which is fine. I loved Ace, the first Ace Ventura movie. I, I like those '90s Jim Carrey movies where he is uh, the maniac that he is. Again, I don't care about this movie. I probably won't go see it. But I am curious what everybody thinks about the redesign. So uh, let me know. Uh, you can either call in, go to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail, and you can leave a voicemail for the show. Uh, you can call in and leave a voicemail from any device, and uh, you can let me know what do you think that cartridge is for, uh, for, from Sony's patent, and what do you think of the Sonic redesign? All right, I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. <music>